Welcome to the Humanizing Work Show. In today's episode, we're going to look at something almost everyone struggles with. That's how to make clear commitments. Without clear commitments, we don't know what to expect from each other, how we can help each other, or what we should do if something goes wrong. Without clear commitments, there can't be any accountability. Without clear commitments, when something goes wrong, we tend to make up stories about how and why the other person is dropping the ball, slacking off, or just not an A player. While those stories may have a kernel of truth to them in some cases, the vast majority of the time, they're not true. We just never got clear on our commitments. In today's episode, we'll clarify what a commitment is and what it isn't, including the three categories of commitments. Next, we'll describe how to make a commitment with integrity and how to honorably break or renegotiate a commitment. Finally, we'll describe how to have effective conversations about accountability. As you watch this episode, we think you'll find some really useful information and suspect that you may want to share it with others. We appreciate anything you can do to help spread the ideas from the Humanizing Work Show more broadly. If you're watching on YouTube, please consider subscribing to the channel, liking this episode, and sharing it with others. If you're listening to the podcast version, please rate and review the show. This helps us spread the impact of the show to as many people as possible, and we appreciate your help. Let's start by defining what a commitment is and what it's not. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Like many terms, the word commitment is polysemic, which describes a word that has different meanings for different people. When a word has many meanings, I like to look at its etymology, where the word came from, to see if that informs how I think about it. The etymology of commitment is from the Latin roots com, meaning together, and mitere, meaning to go out or to send. The English word mission has the same root as mitere. Over time, the term took on the meaning of a pledge or a promise to join oneself to a mission or to an outcome. In a business context, a commitment is a pledge or a promise. Let's also clarify what a commitment is not. First, it's not a guarantee. Since there's uncertainty in most situations, things we can't predict, a commitment's not a guarantee. It is a pledge to do everything in our power to reach a specific outcome, but that's different from a guarantee. Second, a commitment is not something you can make on behalf of others. The boss can't commit the team to do something, for example. The boss can only commit to what they will do, like making priorities clear, ensuring the team has the capacity to do the work, and improving the system to make a good outcome more likely. They can also commit to reaching out to the team to see if the team is willing to commit and to communicate that commitment back up the chain. This brings us to the three categories of commitments, which are actions, outcomes, and ethics. Actions are tasks you commit to do. Outcomes are a bit fuzzier and riskier. They're why you're doing those tasks. Ethics are how you'll behave. Let's illustrate these three categories using an example that almost all of us can relate to. These days, almost every company has a website, and of course they want their website to perform well. Let's look at the three categories of commitments for someone who's trying to make a website perform better. A commitment to an action might be, I'll update the homepage to point to all of the products and services we currently offer. This narrows the commitment to specifically what you'll do, making it a little safer that you'll be able to honor the commitment. A commitment to an outcome might be, I will increase the conversion rate from 2% to 4%. This makes the commitment a bit riskier, since you probably don't know exactly what you'll need to do to achieve that outcome. But it's also more meaningful, since even if you did the action in the first example of updating the homepage, 
that still might lead to an outcome that matters to the company. A commitment related to ethics might be, while improving the website, I won't use any misleading information or hard sell tactics. This is a how commitment related to the company's ethics. Another ethics related example might be, while improving the website, I'll be honest and open when I get stuck and I'll solicit and include my teammates' opinions about the best way to improve. This is a how commitment related to how you and the team interact. So the first way to get clearer about commitments is to be clear whether you're committing to actions, outcomes, ethics, or some combination of the three. Now let's talk about how to make a commitment with integrity. In Fred Kaufman's great book, Conscious Business, which we'll link to in the show notes, he says that to make a commitment with integrity, you need to have four things, clarity, a plan, willingness, and a plan for what you'll do if something goes wrong. A bit more detail on each of these. First, are you clear on what is expected? Is this an action, an outcome, a way of behaving, or some combination? When is it expected by? If someone asks you to make a commitment and you're not perfectly clear on the expectations, you need to ask questions and state back what you're hearing to make sure you're aligned. Second, do you have a plan for how you will reach the commitment? Do you have time to do it? Do you have the skills and resources needed to do it? Have you looked at your calendar and puzzled out what steps you'll take on which days to reach the commitment? Third, do you really want to do it? Can you move from obligation to responsibility using Chris Avery's responsibility process, which we'll link to in the show notes? Or are you just making the commitment to accommodate someone else, to be nice, to comply, or feel like you belong? Fourth is to prepare to fail safely. If something does go wrong, what will you do? Part of this will involve keeping track of your own progress so you know if things are going off track. But the other part is to decide ahead of time what you'll do if, to slightly alter the Mike Tyson quote, your strategy to meet the commitment gets punched in the mouth. How will you honorably break or renegotiate the commitment? Now, that might sound a bit off, the idea of honorably breaking a commitment. But remember, a commitment isn't a guarantee. In life, things happen. So what should we do when things go wrong? To honorably break a commitment, you need to immediately communicate with the person you committed to that you're off track. You're no longer confident you can do what you committed to do. Apologize, even explain what happened that messed up your plan if you can do that in a way that doesn't come off as just rationalizing. Then discuss what to do next. Given where we are today, what can you commit to now? Can you narrow the scope of the commitment? Maybe renegotiate the timeline? Is there anything you need from the other person to help you get back on track? Then make a new commitment for what you can do. This time, you'll be a little bit wiser on what you can honorably commit to. Or maybe the fact is that you can no longer make a commitment to that person. If that's the case, be honest and accept the consequences. In my experience, being honest about how things are going, even when they're not going well, is much more likely to build trust than hiding the facts, procrastinating on your accountability, or letting the person down at the last minute. Now, honorably breaking or renegotiating a commitment is an example of accountability. If you've made a commitment, it's your responsibility to account for how that commitment is going while you're working on it, or how it has gone if either you've completed the commitment or the time frame is up. We've already talked about what to do if things are going wrong. On the other hand, if you've met the commitment, get back to the person and let them know. It's one of the best ways to build trust. Say you'll do a thing, do it, then say you did it. The more you can repeat that cycle, the stronger the trust you can build. 
Now, what if you're on the other side of the conversation and someone has made a commitment to you? If you helped ensure that the commitment was made with integrity, meaning it was clear, they had a plan, they really wanted to do it, and they had a plan for what to do if things got off track, accountability conversations are much easier to have. You can check in with the person on some regular basis to see how things are going if it's a longer commitment, or if you already have built some trust, you might just check with them when the commitment is coming due. If something has gone wrong, be ready to renegotiate, which might include things you could do to help the person be successful in reaching the commitment. Making clear commitments and having regular discussions about accountability is a hallmark of every successful organization and, outside of work, every successful relationship. Using the ideas from this episode will help you be more successful at work and in your personal life. If you have any fuzzy commitments that are lingering over your head, go clarify them. If you need to renegotiate a commitment that's gone off the rails, have the conversation. Doing these things will help you build trust and increase your ability to succeed at work and in life. Thanks for listening. Thank you.